Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. I am so excited to have the privilege of speaking with you this morning. Um, and I uh, just want to thank Pastor Steve for giving me the opportunity. Um, but I'm so glad that you're here this morning. I'm so glad that you've joined us online. Uh, believe that God has got a great word. And not because I'm delivering it, but because it's his word. Amen. Um, so I want to share with you something this morning and today that God has been teaching me recently. Uh, I've been in a season in my life where I just I, I really want to be poured into. I really want to grow in my relationship with God, in my walk with God. And so, you know, I've just been asking him, Lord, uh, just show me what it means to walk closer with you. Show me what it means to, to develop my relationship with you. Because as amazing as it is that we have the opportunity to, to accept Christ into our life, he wants to walk with us. He wants to go through life with us. He wants us to grow closer with him, to develop a relationship with him and with with the father. I mean, how many of you met your wife or your husband or maybe a boyfriend or girlfriend and you're like, oh man, this is amazing. All right. <laughs> oh, you did. Wow. So you, so no development. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but we don't stop there is my point. We don't stop there. We meet them. And it's amazing. It's great, but we want to grow in our relationship, right? We want to grow closer. And you know, I've been in a season recently uh, just being challenged to strengthen and grow my relationship with God. Now, as Christians, we should, I guess, technically always be in that season, right? We should always be wanting to grow, always like pursuing God and wanting to develop our relationship with Him. But can I be honest with you? Can we be real? Can we be human in here today? Um, there are definitely seasons, at least there are in mine, I would imagine that there are in yours as well. There are definitely seasons in my life that I'm more aware of my need for growth in Him, right? That I'm more aware of pursuing God. I'm more aware of needing Him more in my life. And so that's just kind of been a season that I've been in recently. And, you know, I, I want to challenge you, if you're not in that season currently, or if you're not currently, you know, very aware of that, um, I want to challenge you, get there. I want to challenge you, say, go home today and say, like, you know what, God, what is it? Maybe it's just one thing. What is it that you want me to do to develop my relationship with you? Um, but it's just this mindset that I've had that I just want to be closer with God. I want to experience him more. I want to learn how to worship him more purely, more purposefully. Uh, I want to think like him. I want to have his heart. I want to, to be his hands and feet in this world. Um, it's, it's what I've been asking God. It's what I've been praying for. It's the answer that I've been looking for. And it's a destination Make sure my tape stayed on there. <laughs> it's a destination and, and answer that I've been asking God for. Now, I joked with uh, Daniel last week because God had laid this sermon on my heart a few weeks back and, uh, and given me an awesome, I believe, picture of, of this principle that we're going to be talking about this morning. And then last week, Daniel had an, an, an amazing illustrated sermon, a powerful picture of how, if you remember with the hose where it was broken, it was, there were portions of it that were, that were not right and, and God doesn't put duct tape around it, as we learned last week. He makes things new. And so I kind of joked with him. I was like, well, man, I'm kind of bummed because, like, I was planning on doing an illustrated sermon, too, and now I feel like I can't. Uh, but you know what? I believe that, you know, God can, God can use two weeks in a row, right? So, 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 A, I promise you I had, I had already had this idea, and I'm not copying uh, uh, Daniel. But, B, 
This is going to be a powerful picture, I believe, for us of a principle and a concept that I believe that will help us. And, and honestly, I feel like if we can get it as Christians, it can revolutionize our walk with him. It can revolutionize our Christian walk. So it's a destination. One of my destinations, that, as, I, as I stated, is I just wanna be closer to God. It's an answer that I'm looking for. Now, we all have destinations. We all have things that we're asking God for, right? Maybe it's, it's for healing in our life. Maybe it's for... Um, our relationships, maybe it's a, uh, a, a rocky relationship in your life, maybe a family member, maybe a friend, but we ask God, Lord, Lord, I, I pray that you would restore this relationship. Maybe it has something to do with our job. Maybe we need a career change. Maybe we just need a job, but we all have things that we pray for, that we ask God for. I want by show of hands and you guys look around too. How many of you are currently asking God for something? that you're in your prayer life, you're asking for God. Look at this, we are all asking God for something, right? And, and, and we all have a destination. So I want you, no matter what you're asking God for in your current season, now granted, I realize there's not always just one thing we're asking God for. There are multiple things. A lot of times we're praying for a plethora of things in our life, in our walk with God. But I want you to think about that one thing, the biggest thing in your life that you're asking God for right now. And this, this case right here is gonna represent that your destination, what you're asking God to get you to or the answer to your prayer. You know, um, it, it could be for yourself, it could be for a situation, for someone in your family. Uh, maybe it could be for a change in your life. Maybe it's so nothing does change in your life. But whatever it is, whatever you're praying for, this case here is going to represent where you are trying to get to and what God, what you're wanting God to do in your life at this current, at the current season. Now, we've all established that we are all praying for something. Um, but can I be honest with you again? I, I think it's probably a good practice to, to be honest, especially when, when we're preaching from the word, right? Uh, but can I be honest as a human? Sometimes I wonder why I even pray, right? Now, I know the Bible says and Jesus teaches that we should pray and we should ask uh, God and, and, and that we should ask in the name of Jesus. But if you're like me, there's times where it's just like, I'm praying, I'm asking God, Lord, I'm, I'm really believing you for this answer. I'm believing you for this destination in my life, but I'm not seeing anything. I'm not feeling anything. I'm not getting anywhere. At least it seems I'm not getting anywhere. Like why even bother, right? We've all been there. If we're not currently there, we've all been there. We've, we've wondered, is, are my prayers hitting the ceiling and coming back down? Like, I just don't understand what is going on and why are you not hearing me? I mean, how many of you have ever asked that question? Yep. I mean, if, if we're being honest, I mean, I'd like us to be honest, but I believe that we've asked that question before. Why am I not prayer, seeing my prayers answered? What is in the way of my answer? What is in the way of my destination? I want you to say this with me. What's in my way? I think we can do better. Let's say, what's in my way? I am so glad that you asked me that this morning. I've got a really good word. I mean, I, it's amazing that you came in this morning ready to ask me what's in your way. Um, I am so glad because I believe that God has a powerful word for us and a new perspective that will uh, help us when we ask these questions. See, when it comes to prayer and seeking an answer, it's always a journey, right? We, we want to pray and receive, right? Ask and you shall receive, right? Ask anything in my name and you shall receive. But oftentimes what we don't understand is that while we want to pick it up, God lays out a journey for us. He lays out a path 
that, that we are going to have to walk, that we are going to have to go on this journey and on this path to get to our destination. So we stand here at the beginning of our, yeah, let's make our journey a little longer. There we go. We, we all know it can't be easy, right? It can't be a short journey. Uh, but we all stand at the beginning of our journey, looking towards the end, looking for our answer, looking for that thing that we've been praying for. And God lays out this journey ahead of us. So before we kind of really get into the throes of things this morning, um, I want to set a foundation for the principle that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, and if, if you turn with me in, in your Bibles, if you've got them or on your devices to Isaiah chapter 46, um, we're going to be looking at verses 9 and 10. Um, and, and as you're turning there, I want to give you a little bit of context for where this, this or what's happening when this verse happens here or when this verse is stated. Um, because I'm a very big proponent of not taking scripture out of context. We can make scripture say a lot of things that we want it to say, uh, but I want to make sure as we talk and as we go through this journey that we're, we're understanding what's happening as this scripture unfolds. So the basic premise of Isaiah 46 is that God is comparing uh, the idols of Babylon or the gods of what, what the people considered gods of Babylon with himself. Which, as, as we know, there really is no comparison. Um, but, but clearly, there is a need for comparison here. There's a need to say, you are bowing down. You are worshiping these idols who really essentially can't do anything for you. All right? And so, I won't, I'll spare you the time to read up to this point. You can go back and read for yourself. But God gets to a point, and the context is, is he's literally declaring something about himself and about how he operates in contrast to how the false gods and the false idols uh, of Babylon do not. Um, so in Isaiah chapter 46, verses 9 and 10, it says, Remember the former things long past, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is no one like me. In verse 10, and I really want you to pay attention here, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things which have not been done, saying, my purpose will be established and I will accomplish all of my good pleasure. Now there's two very important concepts in this verse that as we get ready to go into this principle that we're gonna talk about that I wanna point out. And the first is being is that we must look back at his faithfulness. At the beginning of verse nine, it says that you are to remember the things of long ago, right? So we, we need to remember his faithfulness and pay attention uh, to past faithfulness. And the second thing is, is that he declares the end from the beginning. Now from, this, from, the, from these two verses right here, there's a powerful thought and there's a powerful concept here. And that is that remembering his faithfulness allows us to trust his process. Now, I don't, I don't know if that means anything to you. I don't know if that ministers to you, but, but when God dropped this on my spirit this week, it, it was just like, holy cow. I mean, it's nothing revolutionary. I mean, we, I've known this in my life. I've, I've seen it in my life. But the idea of as we are going through life, as we're going through processes and going through journeys and the struggles and the trials and the tribulations and the things that come against us, remembering his faithfulness is what allows us to trust in the process. And that's the first thing, uh, that's the first thing I wanna point out this morning in our journey of, to our destination as we stand here at the beginning is that it is a process. It is a journey, it is a path, it is a way that we must go. And we need to know how to trust in his faithfulness as we go. Um, 
So we start out believing God saying, you know, God, I'm praying for this destination. I'm praying for this answer. I'm praying for healing. God, you know what? You are faithful. God, I've seen you. I remember the things you've done in the past. I remember all of these things that you've done and you are so faithful in my life. Thank you, God, because you're gonna get me to my destination. We're, we're filled with faith, ready to go on our journey because we just know that God is gonna give it to us, right? Because we are Christians, we are Christ followers, we operate in his love, we operate in his goodness, and we just know he's going to give us that thing that we're praying for. So we start out on our journey. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise, God. You're going give to us, give us the answer. You're giving us the answer, God. Um, we're looking forward. We wish we had it in hand now, but you know what? We're going to trust the process. And so we take another step, and then all of a sudden, you know, maybe a few days go by, maybe a couple weeks, um, sometimes months, even years. And as time passes, it, it, it happens at different places in, in our lives. It happens at different parts of our journey for each of us differently. But as time goes by, all of a sudden, something gets in our way between us and our destination, and that is mental obstacles. Now, this could look a couple different ways. It could be questions. It could be saying, God, like, why, like we asked a little bit ago, why am I not seeing the answer? Why am I not seeing my destination? Why am I not seeing the thing that I'm praying to you for? And then we begin to question God. Why are you not working in the way that I, I know that you can work? Maybe, maybe another mental obstacle is doubt. We begin to say, well, you know what? Maybe God, I missed it. Maybe I'm praying for this thing. Maybe I'm looking for this thing and this isn't what you want. And the enemy begins to, you know, get in our head and whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's not what it is. We have doubt in, in his promise, right? Maybe it's fear. Maybe we begin to fear that we'll never see it. Maybe we begin to fear that we've told all of our friends, we've told all of our family, we've told everyone, I'm believing God for this. God is going to do it. But what if he doesn't? That's what's in our mind. That's a mental obstacle. That's what comes to our mind. And we stand in our journey having believed for the destination and there is something in our way. So, so what do we do naturally as humans? We gotta figure out a way around it, right? So we might say, God, you know, get me through this, you know, clear my mind and um, Lord, just, yeah, just believe in you're gonna take me through this journey. I mean, through this uh, obstacle here and um, I'm just gonna, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get through this God and I just believe in you, but, but we just don't see it. It just doesn't happen. This is a real thing. So what do we do? We figure it out, right? Well, God, I realize this is the path you have for me, but there's something in my way. You know, my mind's getting me, having a little bit of doubt. Um, don't want to doubt you, God. So I'm going to get off the path a little bit just, just to get through the obstacle, right? It's, it's okay. It's okay. We, we, can, we can come off of God's path for just a second. Um, don't anybody look. Thank you, Jesus. We're past it, right? Amen. We're past our mental obstacles. God, you did it. When he really didn't, we did it ourselves. We figured out a way to get past it because, I mean, regardless, this is still here, right? It didn't disappear, right? So oftentimes what we do as we figured out a way around the problem, we just keep these with us. So as we continue on our journey, as we continue on our path to that answer that we've been praying for, we continue to have this doubt. We continue to have the fear. We really haven't conquered the mental obstacles. We've just taken it with us. Yet we give God praise. We tell him, thank you for getting us a little bit further down the journey. 
And I'm all about giving God praise. I mean, don't get me wrong. But oftentimes we've created our own way. And we've created our own way around the problem. So, so we continue on like, you know, hey, we're a little bit closer to our journey, right? I mean, to our destination. Thank you, Jesus. We got you on our side. We're going on. Weeks pass, months pass. We still kind of got our mental obstacles on the way. And all of a sudden, wouldn't you believe it? There's another obstacle in our way. And that's circumstantial obstacles. Now, this is a big one. And honestly, this one plays into this one as well. So if we haven't truly gotten this one right, this one's going to wreak havoc on this one. Because as we come up to this point in our journey, we're still believing God for our answer, but we come up to this point in our journey and all of a sudden some circumstance happens. Maybe if you're praying for healing, it's a doctor's report. You've been believing God. You've been saying, God, you're going to give it to me. And then all of a sudden the doctor says, sir, ma'am, the sickness or the disease or the, the problem that you've got going on is worse than it ever has been. We took x-rays. We, 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 we did the scans. We did all this stuff. And, and I don't know how to tell you this, but it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Maybe we're praying for, for uh, our career, maybe a, a job development. And the circumstantial obstacle is that we don't see anything on the horizon. We've applied, we've, we've reached out, we've, 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 we've said, God, I believe you're gonna do this for me. I'm gonna believe you're gonna give me this kind of job. I believe you're going to, to fix this you know, employee-employer relationship, whatever it may be. I believe in you're gonna do it, but the circumstances say something different. The circumstances say it's, it's never gonna change, right? And so again, this plays into the mental obstacles. And if we haven't conquered this, if we haven't gotten this straight, then all of a sudden that's magnified. Our, our mind goes, goes crazy in this. Maybe it's with your family. No matter how hard you try things, things just are not changing. Maybe you've had a tragedy in your life and, and you're just questioning that, that circumstance. You're just questioning God, like why would you allow this to happen? I just can't get past this. So what do we do? Once again, well, God, you know, I, I feel a little guilty for getting off your path back here. So. I'm not gonna go completely off the path, but just to get around it, I'm just gonna walk the line a little bit, right? I might have to be a little lukewarm here, God, but I know you understand because you want, me, you want good things for me, right? God wants good things for me. So I'm, I'm just gonna walk the line a little here, half on, half off. And here we go, praising God again, right? God did it, God did it. No, <laughs> he didn't. We did it, at least we think we did. Because the, the reality is, is the circumstances still right here. The mental obstacles is still right there. And we think that we've gotten past it, but we really haven't. So we continue on our journey. We're a little bit closer. We're almost in arm's reach, right? God, you are so faithful. Either that or I'm so faithful of getting off your path. But God, you're, you're going to do it, right? I'm so close to my answer. And it's at this point, we have yet another obstacle. And this obstacle is the obstacle of external voices, what people are telling us, what the enemy's telling us. And now this one and our mental obstacles sometimes can go hand in hand. Like I said, all of these play on one another. But people begin to say, you know, maybe it's not God's will. You've been praying for healing. Maybe it's not God's will to heal you. You've been praying for a job. Maybe it's not God's will for you to get a job. Maybe you're supposed to stay right where you're at. Now, again, 
don't get me wrong. There are times in our walk with Christ and our walk with God that when it is not God's will, God will close doors. I mean, we know that he opens the doors that he wants to open and he closes the doors that he wants to close. But what I'm talking about is the negativity that people will bring when you're believing God for something and you know that he's given you a promise and they begin to say, you know what? It might not, it might, might just not be God's will. Maybe they say you're, you're wrong. You're wrong to pray for that thing. You're wrong to try to get to that destination. Aren't you a Christian? Aren't you saved? You're wrong. They might say, you, you're, you've sinned. You might be like Job, right? You know, here Job is, lived a blameless life. And, and all these things are happening to him. And his friends are like, hey, you must have something wrong. Or your family or your parents or somebody's done something wrong because you wouldn't be going through this, right? Um, and these are people who are supposed to have been encouraging him, supposed to have been there for them. You know, maybe they're saying God's not listening to you. You know, I mean, I've felt that way. I have felt that way so often, like, God, I'm asking you, and you're just not listening. So let's try to figure this one out too, right? We figured the other two out. We might as well figure this one out. And you know what, God, I'm just not going to even deal with this. I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm going to reach out and get it because you want it for me, right? God wants it for me. We've got it. I've got it. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, man, this feels so good. God gave me my healing. I got a great report from the doctor. I got got a job interview. And I just, God, you are so amazing. He did it, folks. He did it, church. Let's give him some praise, God. You are my God. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. God, I just love you so much. I can't wait to get into this thing. You are my Lord. this this is what I've been praying for I don't understand Uh, okay God I'm a little confused now because I believed you for that I trusted you for that I told my friends and family you were going to give it to me because you work all things for my good right you give me what I want And what do we find? That we're right back at the beginning of our journey, thinking we had gotten to where we wanted and we've got every obstacle still in our way. God, I don't understand. Lord, I I mean, tell me if this sounds familiar. Tell me if these questions sound familiar. God, I don't understand. Why are you not listening? Why are you not answering? Why are you not giving me my answer, my destination? I just don't understand. Like what is in my way from getting my answer. Like, what is it? But you know what? We're tenacious. We're Christians, right? So we're going to figure it out. We are going to figure it out. God, sucks I had to go through all that, and I'm right here back at the beginning, but I'm going to do it this time, right? So I realize you didn't want me to get off the path here, so I know I can't jump over that. I might split my jeans. Um, so we'll tiptoe around this one. All right. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to straddle the line on this one. I'm going to straddle my circumstance, all right? So that means I'm just going to balance it. I'm going to juggle it, you know, however I have to do it. I'm not going to address it. I'm just going to balance it the way that I want to balance it. Now I'm really close. This time I didn't address this. I'm going to address it. But I'm going to keep it in my back pocket. I'm not getting rid of it yet. Thank you, Lord. I've got my answer. I have received your promise. I have my healing. I got a good doctor's report. I don't get it, God. I really don't. 
I've trusted you, and this is, this is how you repay me. I've given you my life, and this is what I get. God, what is in my way from getting my answer? And what is in my way from getting to my destination? I want to take us back to Isaiah chapter 46. Chapter, uh, verse 9 and 10, it says, Remember the former things of long past, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is no one like me. He declares the end from the beginning and from ancient times things which have not been done, saying my purpose will be established and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. See, church, he has declared the end. Standing here in the beginning with you, he has declared the end. And what that means is, is not only has he declared the end, but everything in between. And why does it say it in that verse? It says, for his purpose. So I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm God, what is in my way? Like, I don't understand, like, what's in my way from getting my answer? And the Lord responds, what's in your way? Uh, yeah, that's what I asked you, God. <laughs> what's in my way? And he says, no, 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 what's in your way? God, I know I'm human, and I know I'm not as smart as you, but I'm asking you what's in my way. And he's like, no, child, I want you to look at what it is that's in your way. Okay, all right, God. So here I go down on this journey again. What do you want me to do? I've tried, tried multiple things, and it doesn't work. I've tried it my way. What's your way? And he says, let's just sit and be still and know that I'm God. All right? Father, what do, you, what, do you want, what do you want me to do? Here I am. I've got all these mental obstacles. I've got a little bit of doubt in my mind because it just hasn't worked out. I have questions. Got a little bit of fear. He says, be still and know that I'm God. All right, God, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember his past faithfulness. What did he say? All things work together for the good of those who love him according to his purpose. God, I know that you're gonna work it out according to your purpose, your will for my life. God, you told me that, that you know the plans that you have for me. You've declared that. Plans to prosper me. Plans to give me a hope, to give me a future. God, I believe that. Lord, I'm gonna stand on your word. And as we begin to focus on him, he changes our perspective. Would you look at that? God used what was in my way. That thing I thought I couldn't get through, that thing that I tried all the other ways just to reach my destination, God said, I wanna take you not around it and not even necessarily through it. I want to use it because he has declared the end from the beginning and everything that's in, in the way. God, that's amazing. Like I didn't even realize that that chair would swivel. That's awesome. You gave me a new perspective. You gave me a God perspective. And now I focus on you. So you know what, God, again, I'm remembering your past faithfulness. I'm remembering that. What am I, what am I to do here? With, with circumstantial obstacles because I, I, it's real, God. It's, it's physical, it's real, it's tangible. I don't know how to deal 
with a bad doctor's report. I don't know how to deal with, with a family situation that I have no control over. But God, I'm, I'm gonna trust you. And once again, he wants us to use what's in our way. So we come up to these obstacles. We come up to these situations, these circumstances. We say, okay, God, I'm gonna worship you. I'm in a different key than he is, so I'm not gonna try to do that. But I'm gonna worship you. I'm not going around my circumstance. I'm standing right in it. I'm in the thick of it, God. It's still present, it's still real. But I'm coming back, as the song says, to the heart of worship, where it's all about you. It's not about me, it's about you. It's not about my circumstance. It's not about how hard this is, how real this is, how tangible this is. It's about you. And he brought me to it so that he could use it. Now, I find myself a little bit further down the journey and a little bit further down the way. My circumstance is still there. A lot of times we want God to remove that. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But God wants to use it. He wants you to worship through it. Because see, now I've got the circumstance, but I've got a tool as well. I've got a God perspective. I've got worship in my heart. And now there's only one more obstacle that stands between me and my answer, me and my destination. And that's, that's this powerful one of voices either in our head or external voices from people around us, from the enemy. But God, I don't care who tells me it's not your will. You didn't tell me that. I'm not wrong because you told me at the beginning, you declared it, that this was for me. God, you're right, or others, not God, but I have sinned. I have sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, but you are faithful and you sent your son. And I'm not letting that be a distraction. And God, I know you're always listening. In fact, you know what? Forget everybody else. I'm holding on to your word. He wants us to drown out every other voice in our life and learn to listen to his voice. Learn to listen to what he is saying about you. So now this isn't even a thing anymore. It's not even in our way. We've got a God perspective. We've got worship. We've got the voice of God in our life. Amen? Now we're at the end of our journey. And guess what? I don't even really care about that as much anymore. I really don't. I've got everything I need. And I give everything I have to him. Amen? God is wanting us to understand that through every trial, through every obstacle in life, he doesn't, we want him to remove us from it. He wants to build us in it. Maybe in our mental obstacles, instead of doubting our view of the answer, or the destination, we begin to trust in God's process, which is his answer. See, see, the thing is, guys, this is what we were looking for. But when we stand at the end, God is gracious, God is loving, and so many times, God does give us the things that we have asked for. 
oftentimes after the journey, but he still gives it to us. But what we realize standing in this place is that this was not God's destination. That was God's destination. How many of you have heard, how many of you have heard that God is not as interested in the destination as he is the journey? I've heard it said that, that the journey is God's destination. And I feel like as Christians, we so often get hung up on the mental obstacles. We get so often hung up on the circumstantial obstacles and the voices that people are, are telling us that we're wrong or that we've done this or the, or the enemy has said this. And, and we're so hung up on the destination and the answer that we miss what God's even trying to do in our life. You know, one of the reasons I, I really feel like that we oftentimes find ourselves at the beginning of our journey over and over and over and over and over and over again is because we are not allowing God to, to develop us in the process. After fighting through the obstacles to get to our destination, his answer was in the journey. His answer was in the way. So I ask you again this morning, what is in your way? What is it that you viewed as an obstacle? What is it that you viewed as keeping you from that thing that you want? That thing that you've been praying for? God, what, what is this in my way? And I challenge you to stop looking at it as an obstacle and to start looking at it at what God wants to do in and through it in your life. I'm telling you, it's gonna take a change of perspective. We can't hold on to those mental obstacles. It will take a change of perspective. It's gonna take a willingness to worship even though our circumstances are hard. It's gonna take a willingness to worship in it. And it's gonna take us tuning out the distractions to hear and to learn to hear his voice. I heard a, I heard a quote recently from a pastor uh, and you can stand as, as, uh, as, we, as we close here. But I heard a quote recently from a pastor and his name is Joe Champion. Um, don't know much about the guy, but, but if this quote is any any indication he's he's got a relationship with God um, but he says sometimes God takes us the long route so that he can develop character in us so that when we reach our destination or we reach our promise our promise doesn't hold our heart see oftentimes our promise holds our heart our answer holds our heart and God is wanting to use everything in our way and everything in our journey so that he can hold our heart, so that he can have what he created us to give him. We have to learn like Paul to be content in whatever circumstances we are in and to ask ourselves the question, what's in our way and how is God going to use this? You know, one of the, one of the best scriptural proofs of this of this concept is Romans chapter five, verses three through five. It says, not only by this, but we also celebrate in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. Perseverance, proven character, there's that development of character, and proven character, hope, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. I don't know about you, but I wanna start changing my perspective and saying, God, what it is it that you're wanting to do in and through me, amen? I want you to bow your heads all over this place. And first and foremost, I, I want to, to invite anyone who does not have an active relationship with Christ 
this morning because this is, this is first and foremost. And this concept and this, this principle applies not only to our Christian walk, but also to those he is calling to him. See, you may have been going through life with trial after trial, after, after tribulation, after hardship, and you don't understand why, whether you believe in God or not, like you don't understand why. And I pose the question to you, maybe God's trying to get your attention. Maybe God wants to work through these situations to call you back to him. So this morning, if you're here and you don't know Christ, I want you to lift your hand up, not, not for anyone to see, not, not as, not as a, the act saves you or anything like that, but as, as an act of saying, God, I, I haven't understand why you've brought me through all this stuff, but you know what? I, I kind of realize now that you wanted me. So if you're here this morning and you don't know Christ and you've never accepted him or you've fallen away from him, then raise your hand right now so that we can pray with you and we can lead you to Christ because that is exactly what we are here to, to do today. We are to call people to Christ, amen? Is there anyone? Well, praise the Lord for what he has done in each of your lives. Now, the second part of this invitation should be for all of us. We sang earlier, he's a way maker, and we're about to sing it again, but he's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. And so often I've sang that song uh, thinking of my destination, thinking of my answer. But this morning, I want to tweak our, our thought process on that and say that, God, you are making my way and everything in between, and you're developing me. So I want to invite everyone in this room who wants to change your perspective and help God or God to help you change your perspective so that the things that come along in life's journey are no longer obstacles, but they're tools. If that's you this morning, I want to invite you down to the front and we're not going to go down and lay hands on you unless you need special prayer. We do have special, uh, we have pastoral staff, but this is a moment for you to say, God, this is a decision. I can't make the choice for you. This is you saying, God, I choose to stop looking at everything and complaining about it. I choose to stop looking at everything that's in my way and saying, God, why? And start saying, God, how? We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.